Welcome back, listeners, and I very much apologize for the lack of a podcast last week. Had some family emergencies, but we will not get into that because that's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is about cats, and today we will be talking about foods that are dangerous for our cats but are commonly thought to be safe for our cats. Because our cats happen to be such picky eaters, we sometimes think cats know what's best for them when it's time to eat. But the fact that they'll walk away from a piece of a bad meat doesn't mean they'll bypass an open can of tuna. And that can of tuna can be just as dangerous. In fact, you may be surprised to learn some of the common foods your cat should never eat. Let's go over tuna. Cats can be addicted to tuna. Rather it's packed for cats or for humans, some tuna now and then probably won't hurt. But a studied diet of tuna prepared for humans can lead to malnutrition because it won't have all the nutrition a cat needs. And too much tuna can cause mercury poisoning. Remember the saying, honest as a cat, when the meat's out of reach? Your cat will see an open can of tuna next to the sink as a dinner invitation. Now on to onions, garlics, and chives. Now most of us are not going to sit there and feed our cats onion, garlics, and chives. But in all forms, powdered, raw, cooked, or dehydrated can break down a cat's red blood cells, leading to anemia. That's true even for onion powder that's found in some baby foods. Eating a large quantity once or eating smaller amounts regularly can cause onion poisoning. And in addition to onions, garlic, which is five times as potent as onions, and chives can each cause major health and potentially life-threatening problems. Now I know you're thinking right now, when on earth would I ever feed my cats onions or garlics or even chives? You might be eating something like chicken one of these times and your cat is begging for a piece of that chicken and you don't realize that that's got onions in it or some garlic or some chives chopped up in that mix because a lot of times our food that's made for us is seasoned with a lot of things for that flavor you may not be able to taste it but there's a slight amount of flavor in there and they'll they'll eat it because they don't care it's got chicken in there and that little bit can be very very dangerous another thing that's pretty toxic for kitties is milk and other dairy products cats happen to be very lactose intolerant what could be wrong with offering your cat a saucer of a milk or a piece of cheese Hmm? most cats are lactose intolerant their digestive system cannot process dairy food and the result can be digestive upset stomach with diarrhea now you think oh what what could be wrong with an upset stomach imagine imagine if you had irritable bowel syndrome or crohn's disease and you had an upset stomach and diarrhea all the time would you want that and you couldn't have a tums or you couldn't have something to calm that stomach now cats can't take a tums cats can't take a probiotic Cats cannot tell you, hey mom, hey dad, my stomach hurts. This is bothering me. They're gonna go go in their cat box, they're gonna have diarrhea, 
diarrhea is dehydrating so lactose intolerance is not a great thing to have so just they make milk they make lactate lactose free milk for kitties if you want to treat your cat to some milk and give them a treat they make special kitty milk that comes in a can you can get it at walmart you can get it at PetSmart. you can get it at most places that sell pet products um if you are not in the in the states in america they do sell it on amazon they do sell it in any place that sells products for pets it is fairly inexpensive i do recommend getting it now another thing that is toxic is alcohol now you may think i'm not gonna open up a beer and hand it to my cat why would i ever do that now cats can be fond of alcohol I have been drinking a Kahlua, or another one is a mudslide. A mudslide is where you have, it's like chocolate milk with rum in it. And my cat was like, ooh, milk? And she tried to drink some. I had to hurry up and remove it because I didn't want her drinking it. This was before I was slightly educated on cats and what was toxic to them. I didn't want to have any risks. So I won't let her drink it. It's also known, it is also bad for dogs and your children. Do not give your children it, please. It's not gonna numb their teeth when they are teething. It's not gonna put them to sleep faster. Do not give it to your cats. Do not give it to your dogs. Do not give it to your children. So beer, liquor, wine, foods containing alcohol, None of it is good for your cat. That's because alcohol has the same effect on a cat's liver and brain that it has on humans, but it takes far less to do its damage. Just two teaspoons of whiskey can cause a coma in a five-pound cat, and in one more teaspoon could kill it. The higher the proof, the worse the symptoms. Now, you want, want little Miss Fluffball killing over dead because you wanted her to stop meowing so you snuck it in her wet food, would you? Didn't think so. And on top of it, there's there's the possibility of seizures. There's the possibility of an overdose seizure. That's, that's terrifying right there. Could you imagine being responsible for the loss of your kitty? Or even your dog? Or even your child? Your your, tri- your your kitties, your your babies, rather it be your fur baby, rather it be your human baby. Just just don't risk it. I'm all for it if you as a human drinks it, I don't care. But keep it away from your little ones. Rather it be a fur baby or a human. And grapes and raisins. Grapes and raisins are a dangerous one for your kitties. Grapes and raisins have often been used as treats for pets. No, 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 no. But it's not a good idea. Although it isn't clear why, grapes and raisins can cause a kidney failure in cats. And it's a small amount can make a cat ill. Repeated vomiting and hyperactivity are early signs. Although some cats show no ill effects, it's best not to give your cat any grapes and to keep grapes and raisins off countertops and other places accessible to your cats. Now, none of my cats have shown any interest in grapes or raisins. I've seen it more so as a 
treat or a snack or a reward for dogs. And I know it's also bad for doggies. Because it's toxic for dogs. But still, if your cat is reaching his paw out, trying to sneak a raisin or a grape, do not. If you drop a grape on the floor and you just sweep it under the fridge or under the counter or under the table, don't. Just try. Just pick it up. Don't leave it there. The cat might ball it around thinking, hey, that's a little ball. That looks fun. Pick it up. Because you don't know if Little Whiskers is going to eat that later and get sick. That's, that's some scary no-nos right there. Don't want anything happening to little spots. Caffeine. Now, I know I'm a big fan of coffee every morning. My cat love to try to steal my coffee because I put creamer in my coffee my cats think mmm some milk that's good right there because my my saying is do you like a little coffee with your creamer so my cats think oh this is a milk treat and then so don't let them have coffee caffeine is bad caffeine in large quantities can be fatal for a cat and there is no antidote so there's no turning back once your cat has caffeine. Symptoms of caffeine poisoning include restlessness, rapid breathing, heart palpitations, and muscle tremors. In addition to tea and coffee, including beans and grounds. So if you spill some, like, if you're grinding up your coffee and you spill a bean on the floor, pick it up. Cats, my cat, I know my cats, one of mine, he eats everything he finds. He don't care what it smells like, he'll just pick it up and chew it. He likes chewing on things. Some, some cats are like babies, like having an infant that crawls. They'll put anything and everything in their mouth and test it out. Some cats see a powder on the ground, so if you're grinding up your coffee beans and powder spills, clean it up. They'll lick things. Coffee can be found in cocoa, chocolate, colas, and stimulant drinks such as Red Bull. It's also in some cold medicines and painkillers, so be careful with that. If you spill any of those, clean it up instantly because they can. They can find those tempting and delicious and they might just lick it up or it might get on their paw. They might step in it and get on their paw. And cats are clean creatures. Regardless if it tastes bad or good, they'll clean it off themselves and they'll ingest it. Another thing is chocolate. Now, I know you think, I'm not going to give my cat chocolate, but chocolate can be very lethal for cats. Although most cats won't eat it on their own, they can be coaxed to eat it by owners and others who think they are giving the cat a treat. The toxic agent is in chocolate is theobromine. I apologize if I'm not pronouncing that correctly. I have a struggle with dyslexia, and I commonly don't pronounce words correctly. But it is in all kinds of chocolate, even white chocolate. The most dangerous kinds, though, are dark chocolate and unsweetened baking chocolate. Eating chocolate can cause abnormal heart rhythm, tremors, seizures, and most scary of all, death. Common ways your cat can get a hold of chocolate is if you're eating a bowl of cereals like Cocoa Puffs and you set your bowl down, your cat's gonna go drink that milk. Cats love milk. Now that goes for the double whammy. They're getting their dairy, and they're gonna go have the, sh- the craps. 
and they're in consuming chocolate. It's a double whammy. They're gonna go have the craps, and then they're gonna go have the issues with having chocolate. So just try to keep all chocolate away from your kitties. Fat trimmings and bones. Now I know you may think, why just give him the fat from my chicken? He's always fine. Or I just give him the chicken bones. Cats can digest bones. This is cats are domesticated. Cats are not lions. Cats are not pumas. Table scraps often contain fat trimming, trimmed off of meat and bones. Both fat and bones may be dangerous for cats. Fat, both cooked and uncooked, can cause intestinal upset with vomiting and diarrhea. And a cat can choke on a bone. Bones can also splinter and cause an obstruction or cut the insides of your cat digestive system. So, cats cannot necessarily, with the way that um, our, our factory farms, because as much as I say farms, 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 everything's farmed. No, we are factory farmed now. As much as you see farms out there and you're driving by, like, look at that farm. That, that We're factory farmed. We're cage farmed. Everything's cage farmed. The bone, the way everything's GMO'd, the bones splinter. These are not, these, uh, animals are pets. Digestive systems have evolved over the time where they are so domesticated. They are not wild animals anymore. These are not lions. These are not tigers. Their body cannot digest the bone and dissolve it. It's going to splinter in their stomach. It's going to possibly cut open. And I don't think you want to have to afford that vet visit. Because an emergency vet visit is at minimum $1,500. And that's not counting the surgery. So just be safe. Don't give your cat a bone for a special treat. Don't give them the fat off your chicken for a special treat. Just causes too many issues. Another one is raw eggs. I know people think, gross, I want to eat raw eggs while I get my cat, but sometimes you're cooking, raw eggs fall on the counter. Cats get up on the counter, raw egg, you're cracking raw eggs open, raw eggs fall on the floor, the shells fall, cat knocks over the trash can, gets in. There are two problems with giving your cat raw eggs. The first is the possibility of food poisoning from bacteria like salmonella or E. coli. The second is rare, probably which are protein or raw egg whites called avidin, which could interfere with the absorption of the V vitamin biotin. This can cause skin problems as well as problems with your cat's coat. Now, we love how beautiful our kitties are. But we don't want them to start losing their hair. We don't want them to start getting sores, abrasions that are un- unknown for, unexplained. And that's what eating raw eggs can do. And that's that's some scary stuff. So if you if you're cooking eggs and you're not a master chef, you tend to be messy when you're cracking the eggs open because that's some tricky business right there, cracking an egg open perfectly. Just clean. Just clean up along the way. Don't let your cats get a hold of it. Just don't don't worry about cross-contamination at this time. Worry about your cat licking it up. Another one is raw meat and raw fish. 
Raw meat and raw fish, like raw, like raw eggs, can contain bacteria that cause food poisoning. In addition, an enzyme in raw fish destroys thiamine, which is an essential B vitamin for your cat. A lack of thiamine could cause serious neurological problems and lead to convulsions and coma. Now, there are little raw fish treats that, you, that appear like raw fish you can buy in little packets at like pet stores i've seen them a lot in like pet smart pet co your leading leading pet stores that you can get and it's not real it's real but not real it's like cooked it's partially cooked it's like fully cooked but it appears raw if that makes sense like you can eat it, you can eat it, but it also has vitamins and nutrients in it for the cat. It's designed for your cat. It's got the, it's got all the raw bacteria cooked out. Um, it's got the bad enzymes cooked out. It, it's perfectly fine. It's taken care of. They're not gonna get E. coli. They're not gonna get bad bacteria transferred to them. So your cat will be fine. You can get them in little packets. They don't have to be refrigerated unless after you open them and they don't eat the whole thing. But like it to keep for like three days if you open it. Or else it will start to stink and it'll be bad and then your cat can get sick. So once you, if you get those and you open it and your cat doesn't eat the whole thing, mark it with a date that you opened it and toss it out after three days if they don't eat it or if you forget about it. Or if you get one and you don't remember when you opened it, toss it out when you find it again another bad one for cats is dog food an occasional bite of dog food won't hurt your cat but dog food is not a substitute for cat food they do have many of the same ingredients but cat food is specifically formulated for a cat's needs which include more protein as well as certain vitamins and fatty acids a steady diet of dog food can cause your cat to be severely malnourished I know you might think, oh, well, the dollar store has some dog food that I can get, but they've been out of cat food, or the shelves haven't been stocking up on the brand of cat food I like to get, or um, my friend gave me this bag of dog food, and I just, I didn't want to waste it. It's not healthy to give your cat dog food. That, it's, it's just, you, it's... Like, I, I don't know how to put it in words as in comparing to humans. It's like you eating pet food. It doesn't have the nutrients you need to get through. If you were to eat, if you were to eat crunchy pet food, you are not getting the nutrients you need to live on through it. Yes, you technically could survive off of the that, but you you'd be malnourished. You would be. You wouldn't have the vitamins you need. You would not have the fatty acids you need. You would not have the fibers. So just stick with the cat food. I mean, I would suggest not going to dollar store for your cat food. Try to go a little higher in the dollar store. But if dollar store is all you can afford at the time, still get cat food for your cat and dog food for your dogs. Another one is liver. I mean, I personally wouldn't eat liver, 
I'm not picky either. If liver is all I have to survive, it's what I would eat. But it's not good for your cat. Small amounts of liver are okay, but eating too much liver can cause vitamin A toxicity. This is a serious condition that can affect your can, that can affect your cat's bones. Symptoms include deformed bones, bone growth on the elbows and spine. The osteoporosis vitamin A toxicity can also cause death. Now, liver might sound like most people like cringe the thought of liver. Liver is the most joked on food. Like, ah, uh, what are you getting? What are you looking at me like? I'm chopped liver. Liver is actually not that bad of a food if pre- prepared correctly, along with a lot of foods. But I want to eat it all the time as my favorite meal, per se. Your cat can have a couple bites once in a blue moon. And most of us only live through one or two blue moons. As me, I've only lived through one blue moon in all my 26 years of life. So, what I'm getting at is, keep your cat maybe one try of liver ever in their life and now too many treats is another bad thing for your cat eating too much too often can do the same thing to cats that it does to humans can lead to obesity and even diabetes now cats can get addicted to treats and they will remember where you put them i store mine in a cabinet uh, like a little high cabinet above the counters my cat knows where to keep the treats and he's addicted to a specific treat i get these little free i get these little dried up shrimp ones they smell terrible but he loves them the other cat has these little dried chicken and he loves them and i don't give them to him daily but my mom caves she goes, but he's being so cute. Look at him, meowed so cute. I say, no. You can't just give it to him daily. He has to do a good behavior. Being cute is not a good behavior. A good behavior is such as doing such as a trick that I have trained him. If he sits when I command him to, then he gets a treat. If he goes on a good walk and behaves when meeting a new stranger, he will get a treat. If he listens when I command him to get down from such no-no places, then he gets a treat. If he plays dead, then he gets a treat. If he does his little tricks, such as roll over, play dead, he gets a treat. Does a dance for video calls, he gets a treat. So such thing. Reward good behaviors and don't punish bad. That's cats. Cats respond best to rewarding good behaviors. They will act out more to punishing bad. They love, they love attention. Yeast dough is another bad one. Before it's baked, bread dough needs to rise. And that's exactly what it would do in your cat's stomach if your cat ate it. As it swells inside, the dough can stretch the abdomen and cause severe pain. In addition, when the yeast forms the dough to make it rise, it produces alcohol. That can lead to alcohol poisoning.
And I think, when the heck would I ever feed my cat uncooked bread? You're baking in the kitchen. You're making some dough. You're rolling around. You're trying to be all cool. You're flipping it around me. Whatever. And a little piece of the dough falls on the ground. You don't pick it up. Your cat goes, thinks this looks cool. Cats are like babies. Crawling babies pick, eats it up off the ground. Because they put everything in their mouth and eat it. Kitty cat eats it, swallows it, chews it up. That next thing you know, that yeast dough is growing in their stomach. Stretching their abdomen. Kitty's stomachs are pretty small. Their stomachs don't have to have a lot. Don't hold a lot. Doesn't take a lot. And also, that's going to be something hard to pass as it grows. And once it solidifies, and they're going to have a hard time passing that. They might have to go in to have surgery to get that removed. And that's going to be a $2,500 fee at the pet hospital, emergency pet hospital. That's not even counting the visit. So, to save yourself some money, make sure you don't drop any uncooked yeast dough bread. And don't even just, just don't even give them the bread. Because I know my cats, if they see bread, especially in a bag, they like to tear open bags. And then they like to rip up the bread. Just to be little buttheads. I don't know if it's to be buttheads or if it's because they like the smell of the bread. Just, just, just be safe. Another one is your own personal medicine. Ingesting a drug prescribed for humans is one of the most common causes of poisoning in cats. Just as you would do for your children, but all medicines for your cats cannot get to them. And never give your cat any over-the-counter medicine unless advised to do so by your vet. Ingredients such as acetaminophen or ibuprofen are common in pain relievers and cold medicine, and they can be deadly for your cat. I know you've heard of people saying when your cat gets stung by a bee, well, just give him ibuprofen. Did your vet say to give him ibuprofen? Recently, my cat just got stung by a bee because he slapped at the bee, and while at it, he sprained his toe. And, um, when I was telling all my neighbors this, they go, just give your cat some ibuprofen, crush it up and put it in his wet food. And I looked at her with the most confused look, and I'm like, I would never give my cat my ibuprofen. And she's like, why not? I gave it to my dog all the time, and I just went, what? Did your vet tell you to do this? Well, no. Oh my gosh. And then the same person has issues with her dog who is starting to lose mobility in, in, the back, in her back legs, starting to kind of forget who she is and stuff. And her dog is only eight years old. That's not very old for a dog. And, um... And so I said, have you ever thought of maybe that's why your dog is seeming to physically age a lot faster than she is aged years-wise? No, 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 that's not why. Well, you shouldn't be giving your dog ibuprofen all the time. You knocking your dog out? 
you trying to do? Just don't don't give your dog don't don't give your dog or cat any over the counter or prescription drugs unless prescribed to your cat by the vet or unless advised by your vet. Another thing, kitchen pantry cat should not be allowed. Many other items commonly found on kitchen pantry shelves can harm your cat. Keeping food items where your cat can't get to them and keeping pantry and cupboard doors closed will keep will help protect your cat from serious food related illnesses. So I don't have the luxury of a pantry. I live in a small tiny apartment. I have bookshelves, but I do keep everything up on a high shelf of it, and then I keep a low shelf free for the cat to hang out on. I have cupboards, and the cats like to open the cupboards. What I have done is kind of jimmy-rigged them and gotten those little baby lock things for them to where the cats cannot get into the cupboards. They are tightened to where they don't even open an inch. Made it, it made it to where it's only they, they they used to be smarter to where they would be able to open it before with the old-fashioned ones where you just push down and you open it they figured that out real fast so i upgraded to ones that you actually have to turn a little handle turn a little like key like lock thing and then push down and then open it so it's a multi-process function to open up the cabinet so now my kitties cannot get into the cabinets to get into our food, into our cleaners, into anything. So everything's kept away from them. And also I hide their extra cat food because they are on a time to diet. So that they're not overeating. I want to prevent obesity and also one of our kitties is on a special prescription diet. Because he has feline lower urinary tract disorder. Yep, that's you Tiberius. He looked at me when I said that because he knows when I'm talking about him. And if your cat does happen to eat something it shouldn't, no matter how cautious you are, it's possible your cat can find and swallow what it shouldn't. A smart idea to always keep numbers of your local vet and closest emergency clinic and the ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center. That number is 888-426-4435. Where you know you can find them is an emergency. And you can think your pet has consumed anything that's toxic. Call for emergency help at once. What cats can eat. Cats are carnivores and need meat. Talking with your vet about the cat food you provide and following directions on the label will help ensure your cat's diet is balanced and your cat stays healthy. On occasional treat of cooked bones, beef, or brown rice can be an okay treat, but it's best to keep it small and infrequent. And I really hope that this podcast has been helpful to you all. If you guys have any questions, you can ask me on my Twitter. You can ask me on my Instagram that I'm posting this on. I believe there is a comment section here. 
Um, I do have an email, Cassie Constellation. That's Constellation with a K at gmail.com. That's Cassie Constellation at gmail.com. I'll be open for questions anytime. If you guys have suggestions on what my next podcast will be, I'm always open for suggestions. I can, if you have questions, I will gladly do podcasts on that. And tune in next Saturday for the next podcast. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Have a meow, have a magical day. Thank you.